All right, Boker, okay. good morning, everybody. June 28th, today's Daf Mem Gimel. We stopped on Mem Ben Amud Bet. So let's go back to where we were. We were talking about if someone got his Mechusar, get Shahrur, right? And he gets, uh, does, does he, do you pay 30 Shekalim to the uh, master who's withholding this get or not? He's partially freed, basically, because something happened, whatever the reason, it was Mufkar, or whatever the cases were that we had before, that, that he's free, but he still needs to get Shekhrur, and then he got gored by an ox, and then he got killed. So do we give 30 Shekhalim to the master or not? That was the question we were working on <coughs> yesterday, and we stopped at Tashima. So the first word on the line is Tashima. It's about halfway down the page, approximately, a little bit less than half, right across from Tosafot, that says O'il. <coughs> Tashima. He peel at shino v'simet aino. Okay, so the master, whatever did the slave did, he upset the master and he gave him trach. He beat him up a little bit, and he knocked out his tooth and blinded his eye. So says the baraita. Yoseh b'shino. Once he knocked his tooth out, he's automatically free. Venoten deme aino. And he has to pay to the slave the value of his eye now. Okay, so. Now, if you want to say that there's still a 30 shekel bounty on the knas of this Ibid, right, that would go to the original master, it should go to the master. This case right now, when he when he when he knocked out his tooth, right, he's technically he's free, and but he didn't get, get shikhrur, right? So it says that the knas goes to the Ibid. So based on what we're saying over here, then we should have an answer to our question, basically, that the, that there is no 30 shekalim to the master, right? Because over here, the fact is that his, his tooth was knocked out, he's free, and then we're paying the value of the eye to the slave, right? Meaning, he's, meaning he didn't need to get shikhrur in order to... Correct, to be able to collect on the nizik, right? So he says, if, right, you tell me what this Evid was Mikhusag get Shikhrur, right? And you tell me if someone else killed not say the slave, the ox killed the slave, we're gonna pay the master, but when the master hits the Evid, then the Evid the Evid gets money? How does that work? It doesn't make any sense. And therefore it must be that this, that the Evid who is freed just waiting for a get Shikhrur doesn't there is no knas for him. That's the proof the Gmana is trying to present. And the Gmana answers back, not necessarily true. Why? Dilma Kimanda Amar Enotzarich. Maybe this baraita is holding from the opinion that says that anyone who's, who, who is freed or mufkar, not freed really, he was, he was mukdash or mufkar or any of the other examples of where we had a scenario where the Evid was considered freed but was waiting for getshikhrur, maybe he holds there is no getshikhrur necessary. Why? We're going to see a baraita now that shows two different opinions. He says, Detanya, Bekulan, Evid yotze bahen lechirut, vetsarich getshikhrur merabo. Okay? In all the cases, he would need, he would go free. Look at the case that she tells us what we're talking about over here. Uh, where, where was it? Bekulan. Mm, it's lower down, lower down, lower down. Yeah. Bekulan, it's one right before the wide lines. Four lines before the wide lines. Bekulan, esrim ha'amurim negaim. Okay, the 24 limbs that are listed over there. Le'inyan she'enan mitame'in. Mishum Okay, what are they? Rashi it's about Shayadaim, Raglaim, Verosha Hotem, Verashe Oznaim, Verosha Givia. All these are limbs, right? Your fingers, your fingertips, your toe tips, the nose, the, at the tip of your nose. Alright, fine. All these the the, the earlobes, right? Shehen Mishupain Lekanulkan, Rosha Givya fine, the en negan nir ala kohen bevat ahat. The issue with all these, we're talking about a scenario over here, is when someone gets sarat. If you get sarat in one of these areas, okay, the, the sarat is automatically tahor. It's not going to be tameh. Why? Because it doesn't fit the criteria necessary for the Kohen to inspect it. Now she's telling you why, because they're sloped. You can't see the entire um, the, the entire nega at one time. That's the pasuk when you show the negaim to the kohen, and since it's not in, it's not visible at one time. The kohen would need to look this side, or this side, or this side, and this side, or this side, and this side. Anywhere that you can't see it all at one time, it's automatically tahor. Okay, so all those areas, says the baraita, the eved would go free. If he got, if he injured. got yeah, injured in that area, cut off. His fingertip got cut off. His earlobe got cut off. Even though, right? So regarding tumah, he's tahor. But if one of those areas was cut, was hit or ruined or taken off damage. by the master, damage, fine, permanent damage. We're talking about. Then, then he would go free. Okay, that's what the baraita is discussing. So let's go back to the baraita, and he says like this. 
Dilma Kimadamar and Sonic Natalia Bikulan Evyuse Bahel Kherut Vitsarikh Getchikrun Berabon. He would go free from any one of those twenty-four limbs, but he still needs a document to release him. Divred Bishmael Ribimi Enomer Enotsarikh. Okay? He doesn't need one. Ribili Ezromer Tsarikh, Ribita Fonomer, Enotsarikh. Okay? Fine. Zibiakiba Omer Tsarikh. Hamachriin the Fnechachamim and Omrim, okay, near in divred bitarfon, that's enotarich beshen ve'ain, when it's a tooth or an eye. Why? Ho'il ve'torah zichtalo. Ve'divre akiva, rebi akiva bishar evarim. Ho'il uknas chachamim hu. Pause. So he says like this. First of all, we clearly have opinions over here that say they don't need to get shikhrur. So this baraita that you're talking about before is not a good proof because we can, we can claim that that baraita is holding like the opinion that says you don't need to get shikhrur. He's automatically free and it's over. And that's why the money would go to the... But in a scenario where you might have needed to get shikhrur, right? And and this baraita over here that we just read now mentions a bunch of different opinions. Some say you need get shikhrur. Some say you don't need get shikhrur. And then there's a, there's what we're calling an opinion that says the one that are machri'im chachamim, those that are making a compromise in front of the rabbis. We don't know who that they, they don't know we don't know the name of that is, but they say that the opinion that's saying we don't need to get shikhrur makes sense when the um the the damage was done to an eye or a tooth. Why? Because those are open in psukim the Torah. Talks about right, he peel a cheno or eno that's open in psukim in the Torah, and therefore the Torah says the evid's free. Why would you need to get shikhrur? The evid's walking around with a missing tooth. Everybody knows. Finished. The guy beat him up. He's missing his tooth. He's free. And he doesn't need to get shikhrur for that. But the other ones, the other twenty-four that we just talked about, so that one that we would follow like a biakiba who says you need one for those. Why? Because the baraita said il uknas chachamimhu. It's a penalty instituted by the rabbis. The Manah says, what? Knas? Why are they picking Rabbi Akiva and... Uh, Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfon are the, are the two Baal, Baal uh, arguments, right? The ones that are always... Uh, the, the, that's his Baal, Baal Mahloket. And that's the, the, the Machriya in front of the Chachamim are the next generation after them. Uh-huh. So they're, the, they're, they're quoting the rabbi, that the, that's their rabbi. So he says, it is other earlier. That's correct. Yeah, but they all those are all the Akiva students. All of them. Rabbi is a student. Rabbi Israel. They all be Akiva students. Rabbi Tarfon is Talmid Chaver. He's the. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. So Rabbi Akiva. So we hold Rabbi like Rabbi Tarfon in Shen Ve'ayin, like Rabbi Akiva and all the rest of them. Ho'ilu knas chachamim. He says because it's a penalty. Those other twenty-four are not open in Psukim. Penalty instituted by the rabbis. The says what? Kenas It's not a penalty. We 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 derive these twenty four from the pasuk lechol in in It's it's derivative of the pasuk. It's not explicit, but it's from the Torah. You can't tell me it's a penalty. A penalty means the rabbi instituted their own penalty. That's not what happened over here. Ela Emma, you're right. Retract and restate. midrash chachamimu. Right? It's not well known to people. Those 24 ones are not known. If the guy's not a learned person, he doesn't know the derasha, and he's going to have this guy walking around with a fingertip, then cut off, and he, he's like, why is he free? He doesn't know that. He would need to get shikhrur. So according to follow the Bitarfon's opinion, when it's not explicit in the psukim, give the get shikhrur. When it is explicit in the psukim, you don't need to get shikhrur. At the end of the day, the case we discussed before in the baraita was his eye and his tooth, both of them in the pasuk. So it could be according to the opinion that says, you don't need to get shikhrur. So you don't have a proof for me to tell me who gets the Knaz or not. Good? All, all these, yeah. um, in terms of yeah. uh, um, get shikhrur mehusar or not, if yeah. you need it, is it, it's all dealing within this, these cases of Rabo hitting him? Or, or it's also the other case we saw before, Mufkar, Mukdash, all the, any time we're going to so say. Like these opinions are all going within even those cases. That's true. Yeah, but there comes out, if you're following the, if you're following the halakha here, the only ones that you wouldn't need for is the, the, the Shen Ayin, and everything else you would need. It's also even getting hurt on the job, no? It's but if it depends, no, it's only if it's if it's, if it's permanent right. damage, it's not temporary yeah, damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hurt on the job. Yeah, you not only beat him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but but. Rabbi Akiva would say it's rabbinical. You would require it. He would say, oh, but he is he modeh? He's not modeh. He's not modeh. He clearly because the mahalot. We we have to be machria. We have to be machria. He says you don't need no. What happens if a third person beats him? He pays in cash. He has to pay damages. He pays damages to the. Uh, so the Rabot beats him. He doesn't pay. He just releases him. That's correct. If the third person beats him, he, he pays, pays damage and then he goes free. Pays to the ba- no, he doesn't go free. Oh, he doesn't go. No, free. this is only in the case where Rabot hits. No, him. no, yeah, third. If the guy got, took out his. T- uh, Somebody else beat up the, my Evid. He doesn't go free. Evid doesn't go free because well, he no. pays me damages for my Evid. Evid goes absolutely. free when I beat him. Doesn't have to do with him being maimed now. No, no, no. It has to do with I did it. I did it. It's penalty. Yeah.
Next, next question. Or if it happened on the job. If it happened on the job because I told him to do something and he then said he got damaged, that's yes. a different story. That's yeah. me telling him what to do and he got hurt. Yeah. Same thing. Right. Same Here you go. <clears throat> Remember that when a slave is owned by a Kohen, he gets to eat Tirumah. Okay? So now we, didn't, we weren't able to answer the prior question. We're going to answer another question now. Right. The question now again is this guy, let's say, uh, I, whatever, I was mafkir, for example, right? Or now, now he needs to get shikhrur. So does he get to eat tiruma now or he's in this quasi state again? If he's really freed, then he's not allowed to eat tiruma anymore. Because now he's a regular Jew, and regular Jews are not allowed to have Tirumah, only Kohanim. He's not owned by the Kohen anymore, right? And if he's, if the Get Shikhrur that I have to give him still puts him under the domain of the Kohen, then he is allowed to eat Tirumah because it's possession of the Kohen. So what do we do with this guy? Do we give him Tirumah? We don't give him Tirumah. Says Kinyan Kaspo Amarahmana, the high love Kinyan Kaspo. Regarding um, who's eligible to eat Tirumah, Pasuk says, all the assets that are owned by the Kohen are allowed to eat Tirumah, his animals, his household, his slaves, okay? And therefore, this guy is not Kinyan Kaspo anymore because he released him. He, he made him Hefker, let's say the example we're discussing, right? Since technically he still needs me as this master, because I have to write him this document of emancipation, and if he doesn't have it, he's got trouble. So maybe that's still called under the domain of the Kohen, and we still, still give him to him. Here's the proof. We have a, the wife of the Kohen pregnant at the same time as one of the maidservants in the house of the Kohen, and the children are born and they got mixed up together. Now we don't know who's the slave and who's the Kohen. Okay? Well, both of them, are both allowed to eat Tirumah. One's the Kohen, the other one's the Ever of the Kohen. Either way, they both eat Tirumah. Okay? If they come together to collect Tirumah in the field, we're only giving them one portion, not double portion. Because over there, it's a side issue. The issue was, do we raise, the, raise them up to the status of a Kohen for the fact that they collect Tiruma or not? The side point. One opinion says yes, one opinion says no. So this is the Kohen opinion that says yes. If they see somebody collecting Tiruma in the field, right, then we would assume that he's Muyuchas as a Kohen, and we might marry him to a regular girl, and maybe he's the Evid. We don't know. So if they come together, we're not giving double portion. Even though technically they're both allowed to eat, we're giving them one portion together to show there's something going on over here with these two. We're not sure who the Kohen is and who's not. Side issue, right? They both get, no, they, they can eat full torah, but just, they're only getting, they're getting one. one as opposed to getting two. They're getting one portion between the two of them. If they in the house, we give them both. Yeah, just by the Kohen. Just because if we see them getting Tiruma at the Gordon, we, we, we automatically assume they're, they're, yeah, okay, we're going to write that, okay, so fine that's a side point, anyway right, higdilu ataruvot now say what, what they're giving tirumah, but they're both entitled to tirumah yeah, Technically, I should be allowed to give them both tirumah. Oh, yeah, double why, why don't Why don't I give them both tirumah? No, no, because when people see people getting tirumah in the field, they assume he's a perfect kohen, and they might elevate him to the status of a kohen and marry him. One of them is an evet. We can't do that. So you come to the field together, people, we're, gi- we're giving you one. It's a marid ayin problem. Correct. Okay? Now, higdilu ataruvot. Now they grow up. Each one is became bar mitzvah now. What do we do in this scenario? Mishahrerin zeetzeh. We tell them each one to write an emancipation, emancipation document for the other one. And now what comes out is, neither can have Tiruma now. We have a problem. One is, one is a Kohen, and one is a freed slave, who is a regular guy now. And we don't know which one is which. And we, and therefore, since we don't know, they both neither. lose, they both lose Tiruma. They're both kosher Jews, but neither one can have Tiruma now. Uh, but the kosher Jews. Of course, one's a Kohen, and one's a free, a free gift. We say, both kosher Jews, no problem. They can both marry whoever they want. No problem, because without the freedom, we wouldn't let them marry either, because one of them is a slave. We don't know who it is, so we got to free them both. Each one writes freedom, and now one of them, well, they both can get married, and no one can have tiruma. And now, the now, and the slaves free. Other? They don't what? They free, they free each other, other. yeah, because mm-hmm. one of them owns the other one. Mm-hmm. We don't know which one is which. One is the master, and one is the servant. Is the servant? We don't know who's who. So each one write a document. And then the one who was the slave is now free. We don't know who it was. Doesn't matter. And the one who is a coin is still a coin, but you don't know who he is. And therefore, now they can both marry whoever they want, but no tiruma. Good? They can both marry whoever they want. Yes, one is a Kohen who's always a Kohen, so he can marry whoever he wants. Okay? So we don't let him marry the Bosse. We don't let him, right? Neither one. Neither one. Neither one, right? Whoever, right? we call their kids? They're not Kohanim. No, 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 no. 
Okay, so now what do we get out of here? Remember, we're trying to prove over here, right? Does he eat tiruma? What a name tag. Okay, the question over here was mechusar, mechusar get shichrur. Does he eat tiruma? Well, in this scenario over here, while the kids were growing up, one of them is mechusar, right? And and we're saying over here, right, that they eat tiruma. That's what it sounds like, right? Because along the way they're both eating tiruma. One of them is a slave waiting for get shichrur, and he he doesn't he's still eating tiruma. That's the proof. Okay, so the one that says hachi hashta, what, what kind of comparison are you talking about? Hatam im yavo Eliyahu v'yomer bechad minayu deavedhu kinyan kaspo karina be hachalav kinyan kaspo hu. What you brought me is just a safek. If we're able to write to write to figure out the safek or who's who, we would call the other one kinyan kaspo of the of the of the of the, of the, of the, of the other guy, of the one that go in. We'll have kinyan kaspo. We just don't know who it is. So over here, somebody is kinyan kaspo. But the case that we're discussing is he's not kinyan kaspo. He's been freed somehow, or partially freed, or declared hefker, or mukdash, or whatever case it is that the owner doesn't really have ownership over him. That was my question. You bring me a case of ownership that's safek. That's not comparison. Right. Okay. And therefore, no answer. Ibayalu, no question. Ibayalu, evet shemecharora boleknas, machuro eno machur. Okay? This guy sells his slave, but he doesn't sell his slave. All he sells is the right to collect the 30 shekalim if the slave gets killed by somebody, by the ox. That's what I'm selling you. Okay? Can you sell that or not? I, it's my. I'm, it's giving you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I'm selling it out for ten shekelim. If the ever gets killed, you get thirty. You want to buy it or not? And I do that, and somebody buys it. Is that considered sold? Now the ever walks out the street, comes the car running down the block, boom, kills the ever. Does the guy get thirty shekelim? Oh, this is a sketch sale. Doesn't work. So as when I says tibael lebimeir tibael lebanan, it's a valid question both according to the bimeir and according to chachamim. Tibael lebimeir. Why is it valid according to the bimeir? Because over here we're talking about. Can a person be makneh davar shelo bala olam? That's the mahlokah we're discussing over here. You want to sell something that doesn't exist yet. Is that a valid sale? So Rabbi Meir says yes. Chachamim say no. So it says, this question that we're asking is valid both according to Rabbi Meir who says yes. Maybe this would be different and it wouldn't work. And even according to Chachamim who say no, maybe this is different and it would work. How? As follows. Why? I'll tell you this. Tiba el bimeir adkan lo kaamar bimeir adam makne davar shelo bala olam ela kegon perot dekel de avidi de atu. Aval hacham mi imar demingah. Step one. When the bimeir says we can sell something that's davar shelo bala olam, his opinion was regarding fruits that are going to grow on the tree. They're not here yet, but I know they're coming. Fruits come every year. It's something that's going to happen. It's nature. It's just not didn't happen yet. It's not spring. It's still the winter. Spring is going to come. I want to sell the fruits. Can I sell the fruits? And Bimeir says yes. Okay? But over here, who said that the Evid's getting run over by a car? It, could ne- it might never, ever happen. And therefore, maybe even according to Bimeir, we would have a question. When Bimeir says you could sell something that doesn't exist yet, that's something that's going to exist. It just didn't happen yet. But something that might not ever exist, who says that Bimeir says you could sell that? I don't know. And therefore, I have a valid question according to Bimeir. Good. What about Chachamim? The intim say lomar mingach. Guess what? Even a double problem with Rabbi Meir. Even if the guy does get killed by the ox, okay, the slave gets killed. Mimai de mishalim. Who said there's even going to be a payment? Why? Dilma mode umiftar. Okay, we have a rule by Knas. Anytime there's a the Torah does not require actual damages, there's a fixed number. That's a penalty. That's not what damages are. Damages are what I got damaged. And then when there's a fixed number. Which is over here, it's called knas, it's a penalty. And there's a rule for penalties. Modebe knas, patur. If the person <laughs> comes now and runs to Beddin and says, by the way, my ox 10 minutes ago just killed this guy's slave, you don't pay for the slave. You only, get, you only pay for a penalty if the owner of the ox took you to Beddin to demand the money. Owner. Sorry, owner only. of the slave. No, no, owner of the yeah, owner of the slave took the owner of the ox to Betin to demand the money. That's when there would be a payment. But if the owner of the ox preempts and admits that his ox killed the slave before the owner of the slave requests the money, you don't pay. It's modeh beknas. You admit to a penalty, patur. So not only okay. is it not like you pay the damage, you pay zero. Zero. Yes. Off the hook. Zero. Modeh beknas is patur at all points, all times. Okay, you pay zero. So the point so is now, not only is it not like a tree not a that mu'ad is mu'ad. not bound to happen. This only Shor Mu'ad that kills. Shor, only Shor Mu'ad. Shor Mu'ad. Yeah. You pay, you, it's a, it's, it's because it's not a person. It's a slave. 
So the rule for a slave is not a person's slave rule. It's a different rule. It's knas, it's a fixed amount, and therefore the rule of modebe knas is, over, is automatically going to kick in, and therefore, even if you want to tell me that the, the again, however, we're, we're talking about according to the the Meir, who says that perot dekel, the fruit on the trees are going to come, you could sell that, even if, who said you would, the slave, you would be able to sell the knas, because two reasons, A, whoever says the ox is ever going to gore the guy, and even if he does get gored, there still might not be a payment available to him, because the guy might admit to it, and then you, you got nothing, so maybe even Rabbi Meir would say you can't sell this, right? Now, what about Chachamim? He says, when Chachamim disagree with Rabbi Meir and argue that you can't sell something that doesn't exist, they say you can't sell the fruit on the tree because there is no fruit on the tree. But right now, there is an ox and there is a slave. They're both here in the world. They both exist. Maybe. Okay. No, they both exist. I have my slave here, and there's ox all over the place. Ten years. Okay. It doesn't matter. Who cares? I don't care when. No, he's not born yet. Who? Oh, you want to say, oh, they want to say the ox that gored the... Okay. Okay. That, that, yeah, Cholio. That could be. Yeah. yeah that, that, no, that, okay. Saying. He's saying that could be the ox that eventually gored the guy who was not it's born it's yet. You're assuming no, that he's here. getting. No, no, we're not. We're saying that oxen, oxen exist. No, so the fruit. I understand, but the one that actually gored, right? The fruit also exists. The one that actually gored might not be born yet. Jesse's right. Okay. It's true, but the is not not assuming that right now. So okay. the question is whether you can buy insurance for your slave. For, for a oh, non-traditional I'm, case that can It's happen. not really insurance. I'm just sell, I'm, I'm, I'm selling a potential future asset. It's a potential asset. It's not a real asset. It's an option. It's, an op- it's, it, a, it's, it's sort of like an option. For, for a case for, it's an it, no, it's arbitrage. It's arbitrage. Futures, right? Futures also. Futures is something that might exist. Okay. Futures is a tree. Yeah, the trees. The trees is free. Trees is free. But he was making a distinction over here because the slave and the the assumption is right now Jesse that the ox that's alive is the one that's going to do the goring. But they're both here, and therefore it's a valid question even according to Chachamim. So we have a valid question. So meaning are you call you the, the, because otherwise what happens if if it's an invalid question then the question doesn't even start because I'll just tell you that what's it's a, according to Chachamim it's this according to me it's that we already know it's valid and No, no. I have a valid question even if you want to factor in this concept of the machloket between the Lam, I have a question according to me. I have a question called Chachamim, and therefore, my says the Gemara. What is the story over here? Can a person sell the futures on this scenario of the slave being agord? Okay, says the Gemara. Amar be Abba Tashema. Come here, proof. The elite bite. Okay, so I'll read you the whole pasuk. This is one, the one that tells us about the Kohen's ability to feed Tirumah to both the slaves that he purchases and the slaves that are born in his possession. Right, because his slaves can produce more slaves, and those are elite bite. Okay, so look at the pasuk. The kohen, I read it to you on the side. Kohen ki yikne nefesh kinyan kaspo. If a kohen acquires right an avid by paying, hu yochalbo, he's allowed to eat tiruma. The elite beto, those that are born in his possession, hem yochlu belachmo. So both the ones that I purchase and the ones that are born in my possession, they eat tiruma because I'm a kohen. Good. Says the gemara. Tan tashema the elite bayit matamud lomar. Why do I need to know, right, that the kid that's born in the Kohen's possession eats Tirumah? Matamud Lomar. Im kinyan kaspo ochil yelid bait lo kosher ken? Pashut. The one that I just acquired now, I can feed him Tirumah. The one that was always mine from the second he was born, of course he eats Tirumah. What are you talking about? Why, why do I need, why does the Torah need to write it? It's a Kalva Homer. So he says, man, ilu ken... Because if I didn't write it, Hayiti Omer Ma Kinyan Kasbo Kaspo Shiyeshbo. I skipped the line. Ma Kinyan Kesef. Sorry, Ma Kinyan Kesef Shiyeshbo Shave Kesef Ochel Afilid Bait Shiyeshbo Shave Kesef Ochel. Okay. Uminayin Shafalpi Sheeno Shave Klum Talmud Lomar Yilid Bait Mikol Makom. He says, if I compared it, right, and made a Kalva Homer to include the ones born in my possession, while the slave that I acquired with cash automatically implies that this slave has value because I used cash to purchase him. But a 
a slave that's born into my possession might be valueless. We'll see examples of what's a slave that's valueless. And therefore, I might think when when I'm going to learn when I'm going to learn when I'm going to learn that he eats tiruma. Talking about the period of time where the baby is is it could be even an adult that's valueless. We'll see examples even even an adult that has no value. But I would say when can a kohen feed his slave uh, the one that was born in his possession tiruma? When he has value. Because where? Because I learned it from Kalva Homer, from the one I purchased. But if I have a slave in my possession that has no value, I would say he can't have Tiruma. And therefore I have to write you lead by it in the Pasuk to tell you, even when the slave has no value, if he's born in your possession, he eats Tiruma. Okay. Good. Kinyan kaspo, sorry, kinyan kesef, I keep quoting the pasuk. Kinyan kesef, she esh bo shave kesef ochel, en bo shave kesef, en ochel. I would still say, right, that, okay, now that I've written Yelid Bait in the Pasuk, I can include even a child or a, a, a Kohen, uh, Evid, born into the possession of the Kohen that has no value. So then I have only now three possibilities out of the four that can have Tirumah. A Evid that I acquired with cash because he has value. And then a child born into the possession of the Kohen, a slave, that whether he has value or not. Those are the three scenarios. The only one left now is an Evid that I did purchase but now has no value. Lost his value somehow, which we'll see in a second. How he lost his value, I would say, okay, stop, stop, stop. Now you can't have Tiruma anymore, right? So how do I know that even a slave that now no longer has value, even though he had value because I purchased him, that he could still eat Tiruma? Talmud Lomar Kinyan Kaspo Vilid Beto Ma'ilid Bayit Afalpishe Eno Shaveklum Ochel Av Kinyan Kaspo Afalpishe Eno Shaveklum Ochel. Period. That's the end of the Baraita. There's a Hekesh in the Pasuk. The Pasuk puts it together. So once I know that the Yilid Bait doesn't matter, right. so then also the slave that I purchased, it doesn't matter, which comes out now. All four scenarios, whether I purchased and he has value, or I purchased and he no longer has value, or he was born into my possession with value, or born into my possession without value, all of them eat Tiruma. Good? Okay. Yeah, but doesn't it imply that one caused the other? You, you're just bringing like a, just a correlated case. The fact that, that the, the son can eat the Ramah because the father is a slave, then we then we allow the father to eat the Ramah, right, when he has no value. That's your conclusion. Because again, why you assume, no why value, you assuming it's a father and a son? I have a slave that I purchased for $1,000 and today's worth zero. Good. So I have a, sla- a baby that's that born. baby that's worth zero. I learned that from the baby that's worth zero. Technically not necessarily true. I learned that from the fact that slaves that are born in my possession that are worth zero can also eat the Doesn't mean he was born at zero. Born at zero. Could have been born with value at zero now. Understood, but isn't it because he was born from a slave that's worth something? Like you, you're taking no, care of the kid no, of the slave? No, 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 no. It's because so he, was he was born into my possession and he has no value now, he eats Tiruma. That's what the Pasuk says. Yeah, but he was born into your possession, it implies that the father what? was your slave. What yes, of course, of course, so what? He's taking care of his kid. No, 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 no. The fa- not they're not the related. Son, they're you're assuming the slaves and have parents. They have no parents. Oh, they're all yours. They, all, they have no parents. Okay. Says the Gemara now. Pause. This baraita brought up a concept of a slave that has no value. That's what it's discussing. Is there such a thing? If you're telling me that I can sell the slave the value of the, the potential income for the slave if he gets killed, that that's a knas, no matter what kind of slave he is, there's going to be a 30 payment. There's no such thing as a slave that has no value. Because I can always sell him for knas. And therefore, the proof is, the fact that we call this paraita, has somebody called a slave that has no value, must be you're not allowed to sell this. Because if you were, there's no such thing as a slave that has no value. Why not? Why not? Let's say you have a, a, a slave now, especially if he's born. Good. You have to support him. You can support him. If the, if the ox comes and kills a one-second-old baby, he gets 30 shekalim. If he kills a hundred-year-old man, he gets 30 shekalim. If he kills Hercules, he gets 30 shekalim. I don't care what the slave is or how strong or how old no, no, or how weak. He has value, that means. No matter what happens, there's no such thing as a slave that doesn't have value because he's worth 30 shekalim at least. That's value. If I, now, if you allow me to sell it. If you don't allow me to sell that potential income, then you could call me this, tell me there's a slave that has no value. I have a guy that can't move. He's a paraplegic, uh, quadriplegic, whatever you want to say. He, I'm sitting there like this, doing nothing. Right? He's worthless for me. Because you don't have to feed him, so there's no downside. Wait, what do you mean I don't have to feed him? 
Because you don't have to feed this slave. Right? You're, not, you're not forced to... I'm not forced. Expenses on your, yes, your, correct, but, correct. No. So there's no value for me. No, right. Nobody wants to buy him. We're going to buy this guy. He can't do nothing. Who's going to buy him? The so, value is the 30 shekelim. That's, 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 the, that's exactly that's the proof, it. though. The, but, uh, but the baraita tells me that there is a slave that has no value. And I still have to give him tiruma. So there's a slave that has no, no value. What expenses associated? What, what expenses? I don't know. I'm asking you. I, well, I don't understand the question. <laughs> I don't understand the question. Is there, you understand what I'm saying? No. Okay. <laughs> if, there's, if there are expenses associated with yes. housing this slave, yes. it could be more than this 30 shekelim. That's true. That's true. That's very so true. Tough not, that's not true. A, but that's a, still a, not value to the slave. That's, a, that's if, if, uh, uh, Zero or negative. It's still no value. Even negative value is no value, right? But we're so, saying that there is value. So I that's exactly the point. The exact point is, I'm proving to you for this baraita, that you would not be allowed to sell a slave for the th- potential 30 income. Why? Because the, sla- the baraita discusses a scenario of slaves that have no value. That means there is a concept of slaves that has no value. Okay. So if the slave has no value, that means they wouldn't be allowed to sell this store. Because even if the guy's a quadriplegic, right, he's still worth 30 shekalim at least, or the, the discount of what I would be willing to buy. Someone's going to pay 10, 5, whatever he wants to pay for it. But the potential income, if an ox gores this guy, is, has got some value. So that means there, there is no way you'd be allowed to sell this slave for potential uh, collections of the 30 shekalim. That's the proof. Okay? So I'll read it inside again. Manah says... Says Yes, there is a slave that isn't even worth the 30. How? He says, Ika Evid Terefa. Evid Terefa. A Terefa, right, is a person that has some kind of blemish that will not survive 12 months. He's going to die. Guaranteed death. And therefore, if the ox kills him, there is no 30 shekalim. Why? Because he's a dead man walking. He's already dead. There's nothing to pay for. So there even there is potential. So, so it could be that you could sell for the knas, and the guy that we're talking about, he has no value. He's a terefa. He, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't even have that value. He's got nothing. Right? Wait, wait, when you did the deal? Say again? When you did the deal? Yes. It, it, no, again. If an ox gores an evid that was a terefa, there's never going to be a payment. And he kills the ox, he kills the evid. There's not going to be a payment. Why? Because the evid is already terefa. He's dead already. He's worthless. There is no class to pay. You can't kill someone who's already dead. And therefore, there would be no payment in that scenario. So then there is an evid that has not even the value of potentially selling the class. Okay? So the Muna says, Even if he's a terefa, he's not dead right now. He could still do some work today until he drops dead. So he has some value. Somebody will pay, I don't know, shine my shoes for 10 minutes and then drop dead. I don't know, whatever. I pay for a shoe shine, right? Wait, okay. So whatever I, whatever you want to say, it's still worth, still worth something. And that, that would be the one that he would be able to sell because you so know that's, he's going to die. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the bed all. Right, right, right. You're getting right now service, right now. You're getting your return on investment. No, but he's not dying. I know. You know when he's going to die. We just don't know when. He's not dying No, if he's going to live longer than 12 months, he's not called today five, but it could be five seconds. He's going to die. I don't know. Okay. So he says, Answers back, no, no. So no, no. He's a terefa that it has, uh, that he has a shaheen. He has a tzara'at. He has, he's disgusting. Nobody wants to look at him. You don't want to let him touch you. And he's a terefa. So there is an evid that has no value. And that could be the one they're talking about in the baraita. And therefore you have no proof that we wouldn't be allowed to sell the evid for the potential 30 income. No proof. Okay, no answer. But wait, yeah. are they arguing on the, the no. idea that a terefa does does get paid? No, it says no, no, no. That means that he has value right now. You're very nice as terefa, sure. but you still has value. I would, someone would be willing well, to pay still him. wouldn't pay the 30. No, forget the 30. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to sell him for the 30, but I could sell him for the work that he could do right now until he drops dead. He has value. I thought we were only selling the class. No, again, we're only looking for value. Tell me, the, the Baraita says an ever that has no value. That's what the Baraita is talking about. But he really has no value because once he, he's na- t- named a Terefa, yes. he has, not, he's he has value. He's disqualified from the class. Well, good, I'm not going to so sell I for the class. I'm going to sell him for the work that he could do until he drops dead. Well, we're talking about selling the class. No, we're just talking about value of the slave. Right. Talking about the option. Again, again. So the Baraita discussed a scenario of a slave that has value and a slave that has no value. Right. We use that as a proof. A slave that has no value? Every slave has value. You could sell him for the knas if you could sell knas. Well, we said if, uh, every slave has no uh, some. Not, every slave has 
Every slave gets knas, is what that, that I thought, what that was saying. Every slave has gets value. Knas. That, that, a that, little baby, three days old. Gets that's true. And, that, and therefore, there, there would be value. That was our... Stop. That was my proof that you cannot sell it. Why? Because the Baraita says there's a slave that has no value. Cause, no value. Every slave gets knas. I should be allowed to sell this potential income. And therefore, there must be, I'm not allowed to sell it. That's why the Baraita says that there's no value. There's a slave that has no value. I'm not allowed to sell that knas. That's the proof. Now, stop. I'm not allowed. Again. I think you're missing. You're missing. No, the, let, let me let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. Pause. If you have a slave that has no value, they can't be a potential for kanas, but we can't prove that. Right. Because even a, a, a slave that has boils and is a, a but again, once, he has but, some So that's why this is a bad example because that's once, why it doesn't work. Once it has it, no. Once it has it named kefa, yeah. it doesn't matter that he might have value. He's out. He's excluded from kanas. Correct. I'm not disagreeing. He's excluded from kanas, but he still has value of the work he can do until he dies because it's terefa. But I can't sell you an option. I, I don't want to sell on, the option. I want. I don't want to sell the option because he wouldn't get. The I agree. 30. I don't I don't want to sell you the option. Right. I want to sell you the work. No, okay. So what? So he has value. No. Oh, again, the Baraita didn't. A, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Options, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where you made your mistake. Listen, you're not listening. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing. You missed one point. You missed one point. You missed one point. I'll explain to you what you missed. You missed one point. The Baraita. <laughs> didn't discuss knas. The baraita that we're using didn't talk about knas. All it talked about was, does the slave have value? Correct. The original baraita yes, we talked about does not selling? talk about knas. It talks about, can I give tirumah to a slave that has no value? That's what the baraita said. And what I was now using as a left field question, right. a slave that has no value? Every slave has value. Hey, we could sell him for knas. What do you mean a slave that has no value? Right? So the baraita says, no, 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 no. Who says over here that the slave we're talking about is a slave that has no value that I can sell for Knas? There is one that has no value, even though I could normally sell Knas, if the Evid happens to be a Terefa, but he has, I'm not can't sell him anymore. Right? So the Manas says, oh, okay. So therefore, let me finish him. That, that is the Terefa case. That's the Terefa case. That's the Terefa case. That's the Terefa That's the end. That's that's the case. It's Minuval, Minukesh, Rina, and the Terefa. That's the case. That's exactly the case. That's exactly. This is a case of something that has that has no class but has value. Correct. That's, that's correct. correct. And therefore, I, the, the I can't build the case over here, right. right? And therefore, no challenge. And no, I mean, no, no proof anymore. And the proof goes away. And then we don't have an answer to the question. A new question. Okay, we have a guy who's a half sea, half slave, half free, and he's Mekadesh, a regular girl. Is it valid Kiddushin or not? Right? If you want to say that if a person, that's two regular people, now no slaves, walks up, one guy walks up to the girl, he says, I want you to be half Mikudeshet to me. Mikudeshet to half of me, sorry. I want you to be Mikudeshet to half of me. To half of me. If you, so if you hold that that works, that that's Mikudeshet, I'll tell you, you know why that works? It's not a proof for us, for our case. Why? Because over there, she is actually to marry all of him. So I might say the reason why it works that she's married to half of him is because she technically could have married. He has the ability to... His motivation correct. be to marry half I, I don't know. Whatever he wants to do. He wants two no, girls, three, four girls. Multiple he wants multiple wives. wives. I don't know. There's another rule. I don't know. Whatever. Okay? So he says, This slave, who's a half Ben Hodin and half slave, and therefore you wouldn't be able to, to prove anything for the slave in that scenario. Now, and if you want to answer, Ben Yisrael, right? If you want to tell me that a, a, a regular Jew who goes to a girl and Mekadesh half the girl, that she's not Mekudeshet, why? Because he left over part of his potential acquisition. He's supposed to acquire all of her. He only tried to acquire half of her. That doesn't work. I'll tell you, that's why it doesn't work. Because he didn't acquire everything. But over here by the Eved, He was not Ra'ui to acquire all of her because he's an F Eved. So he acquired all that he could have acquired. Therefore, my, I have a valid question. Because he's a Chetzi. Because he's a Chetzi. He's only Ra'ui to get half. I can only acquire half because that's all I'm Ra'ui for. Because the other half, I'm a slave. I'm not Ra'ui to acquire. But a regular guy who could acquire 100 and only acquired 50, with I'm sorry, that doesn't work. So you can't prove to me that it wouldn't work by an evidence. It might work by an evidence. Therefore, we don't know. And therefore, I have a valid question regardless of how you're holding of a regular Jew coming to be Mikadesh, half a girl. 
no matter if you're holding yes mikudesher or in a mikudesher, I still have a question on the evid. Okay, so what's first? My, what's the ruling? Tashima. Here we go. Himit mishe chetzio evid the chetzio ben chorin. Right, the evid the the. Uh, <coughs> I think it's the ox, right? Yeah. We had this yesterday. The ox kills a person who's a half slave, half free. Noten hatsi knas lerabo. Half the value of the knas, which is fifteen, goes to the master. The hatsi kofer leyorshav, and half of his value of the slave himself goes to the inheritors. Stop out. Yorshav, stop. Yorshav, he's a half evid, half ben chorin. What yorshav? I amar kidushav, lav kidushin, yorshin minale. If you tell me he can't get married. How do you have Yorshim? What Yorshim? How do you have kids that are his children? What do you mean? Must be unless, that he was that, that, that he can be Mekadesh Hatzi Isha. Came into Avdut with yeah, the family. Right. If he came into Avdut with a family, so that we still would not give. There's no Yorshim for the slave. The slave all this kids, all these kids are slaves. They're not again. It's not him. They're not. Fa- they're not family. They're all mine. How do you get? How do you? He came in Hatzi Hatzi, and I have and, and, and one of the partners freedom now. Freedom. One of the partners freedom. Yeah. Uh, okay, and after uh, that, what? There's still slaves. Okay, fine. So he says, you see over here, if the Baraita considers that we're going to give half kofir to the Yorshim, that means he has real Yorshim. Where the Yorshim come from? Must be he was allowed to get married. So someone who, if a slave is Mekadesh, a, 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 a regular girl, must be Kiddushav is Kiddushin. That's the, that's the assumption. Amar Adabar'ava, no. Kesha'asa'o terefa. Umar Yorshav nafshe. Rav Adabar Abba says, no, 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 you know what happened over here when it says Hemit? It wasn't really Hemit. He didn't die on the spot. It, the ox turned him into a terefa. And who's the Yorshim in the Baraita? It's him himself. He's the Yorshim. He can inherit himself, because like he died by becoming a terefa, and he inherits it himself, and we're calling him the Yoresh. Mara says, Amaravah, Shte Tishuvot Badavat. Hada, the Yorshav Ketani. Step one. Right. Don't give me nonsense. It says it's inherited. It says it's inherited. Read it to me. Because Ve'od Koferhu. Okay? That's not called, uh, uh, what do you call it? Knas. Kna, no, uh, uh, we call it Kofer Ve'amar Eshlakish. Kofer En Mishtalem Ela Lachar Mita. You don't pay Kofir till he actually dies, not not only still ten minutes to Tenefa. Kofir is after the death of the slave. Okay? Or after the death of the person. And therefore, if we're paying something, it isn't because he's a Tenefa. It's because he actually died. So two your answer's out the window. And therefore the proof seems to be okay. And therefore, what does he say back? No, a different reason why we can knock out the proof. Ela Amarava, Ra'uilitol Ve'enlo. Which means when we say that noten hatsil yorshav means yeah technically that's what should have happened but he has no yorshim and therefore it's not going to happen but it would have it could have but it can't because he's not allowed to have yorshim because his, his kiddushin is not kiddushav and therefore he doesn't have any yorshim. This so guy's statement is nonsense. The, the statement itself is just a uh, you know an exercise in logic that technically this is what should happen if he had yorshim it would have went to them kofir but he doesn't have yorshim. Okay. Amarava, Kishem Shimikadesh Hashi Isha Ena Mikudeshet, Kah Hetsia Shivcha, the Hetsia Batkorin, Shinit Kadesha, En Kidusheha Kidushi. Now it's the inverse case. Well, the kids are Mamzerim, or what are they? With the, what kids? The kids of the Hatihat. It's a Mahloket, it's a Mahloket of Rabbi Akiva and Chachamim. She's a Haivelav, right? The Haivelav makes the Mamzerim or not. I retract that. Even the one who says. The uh, even the one who says, "What's the statement?" I feel Umanda Amar, blah 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 blah. I forgot the name exactly. No, it's Eved Abal al Israelit blah 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 Mamzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna get the Kiddushin next. We'll see that. That's that's the that's what's there. Okay, fine. Anyway, so what? Now we have the inverse case. We have the case where the Shivcha is a half shivcha, half free, and you have a full-fledged Jew coming to be Mikadesh, this girl. As opposed to before, where the Evid was a half and the girl was full, now it's the inverse case. The girl is a half and the Evid is a regular Jew. The guy, Evid, the guy is a regular Jew. So we say, just like a regular Jew who goes up to a regular girl and says, "Be mikudesh." The half of me is not kiddushin. Doesn't work either. What was that quote we read? So we're that we're disagreeing with that. No, the question. That was a question. It was all a question. 
מי שחצו אבי חצו עוד, that's אם תמצא לומר, אם תמצא לומר בעצם, אם תמצא לומר, אוקיי, פיין. דרש רבה ברב הונא, כשם שהמקדש חצי אישה אין המקודשת, כך חצי השבחה וחצי הבת חונין, שנתקעת שעה אין המקודשת. Identical words, different rabbi. אמר לרב חיסדא, פרבה, מי דמי? How are you comparing this case to a guy who's מקדש half a girl when they're both regular Jews, to the case of the girl's a half sea and he's full? חתם שיר בקניינו, החלול שיר בקניינו. Over there, when a guy goes to the girl and only makes half of her, I'll tell you it doesn't work because he had the potential to acquire her all and he just did it and therefore you didn't do a Val Kinyan. But over here, when he's Mekadesh the Chatsi Shivcha, he did acquire everything that he potentially could acquire. He acquired the free half, okay? And that's all he's entitled to because the other half, he's not allowed to marry the slave. Hadar, Okim Rabba Amora Alev Darash, okay? After that, he heard that, he got up. And he made the following announcement. He quotes the pasuk, right? And he says, okay, that this pasuk was talking about he made a mistake, right? Right? Uh, and therefore, en adam omed al Torah ken He's the pasuk. What does it mean? This mistake is now in your hands. It means a person cannot be able to retain his Torah until he first made a mistake. Which means, if you made a mistake and you fixed it, you'll never make that same mistake again. And therefore, af al pi sheamru hamekadesh hatsi isha en hamekudeshet aval hatsia shivcha vehatsia batcholin shenidkadsha kidusha kidushin. Over there, right, when he was Mekadesh, half of a regular girl, he left over part of the potential acquisition. By Shivcha, he did not. He acquired all that he could acquire. Okay. Against what, we did, against what we just said. The opposite. It still doesn't work according to Rav Shashat. Someone, if someone whispers to you in your ear, what do you mean that, that it's not Kiddushin? What's this law of Shivcha Harufa that we learned? Right? We said she's a half sis, right? And what is she? She's Meora Sal Evid Ivri. Alma Bat Itsurehu. You see that she is potentially potential to make She could be uh, have Mikudeshet to the to the uh Evid Ivri. The Evid Ivri is a regular full-fledged Jew. Okay? And he can apparently, according to the way the understanding that this Shivcha Harufa, he can be Mikadesh her and she's only Hefsi. So if someone tells you against what I'm saying, that you could be Mikadesh a Shivcha that's a Hefsi, and more law, tell him as follows. Klach etzel Rabbi Ishmael. Go and follow the opinion of Rabbi Ishmael. Shehu Omer b'Shivcha Knaanit Hameorasal Eved Ivri. He says a Shivcha Harufa from that pasuk is not the Hefdehlon Ifdata. It's not that she's a Hefsi. She's a full-fledged Eved Knaanit that was engaged to an Eved Ivri. Now the Shivcha Knaanit, but it's Surei. He can't be Mekadesh. Itrusehi. What did I say? Itrusehi. Okay, fine. Oh, itrusehi. Itrusehi. Yeah, itrusehi. Right. If she can be mikudeshet to an eved, to a to an eved ivri who's a Jew, she's a full fledged kanaanit. Elamayit lach lememar. What are you going to answer back? My meureset miuhedet. You'll tell me, no, no, no. Meureset doesn't really mean regular irusin arei mikudeshli. It means designated. Yeah, she's yeah, she's designated for him. Hachanami. I'll tell you over here also when it says that this shivcha that's a hefsi. When it says mikudeshet meureset, it means what miuchedet, and therefore no proof that the kiddushin works. Good, fine. And according to Rav Shashat, it does not work. According to Rabba, it does work. Amar Rav Chizda. Yes. Hatzia shivcha, hatzia bat chorin. Shenit kadshal reuven, v'nishtachrera. Okay, I'm going to a boom case for a second. They have three brothers, Ruven, Shimon, Levi. Good. We have the girl who was a Hatsia, Batchorin, Hatsia, okay, Evet, Shivcha, and she was Mikudesh to Ruven. And then she was freed, okay, and then she was Mikudesh to Shimon. And then Shimon and Ruven both dropped dead with no children. We say now, she can have Yibum with Levi. Okay? <clears throat> I don't say about her, <clears throat> I don't say that she is the wife of two brothers. We'll, we'll see in a minute in Rashi what that means. How does this work? Kiddushin, 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 Kiddushin. 
The e kiddushin, the shimon kiddushin, kiddushin. The reuven love kiddushin. Here's what happened. Reuven's bekadesh hashish shivcha. Then she's freed. Now, if reuven's kiddushin was real kiddushin, once she's freed, she's fully reuven's wife, full fledged now. And then, when reuven dies without children, so Levi can make ibum. Oh, what happens now if reuven's kiddushin was not kiddushin, but then she was freed? And then Shimon was Mekadesha. So she's Shimon's wife. So Shimon Hashach, she's Reuven's wife, or she's Shimon's wife, and therefore Levi can do Kiddushin, and we don't call on her Eshet Shnemetim. What's Eshet Shnemetim? Rashi, top of the page. And Ani Koreh Ba Eshet Shnemetim, reminder from Yuvamot. Lomar Chetzia Haita Lezeh, Vechetzia Lezeh, Umikoch Shnem Ba'a. We don't say such a thing. Now, where would it come from? Amrinu Yuvamot. Shelosha Achin Nesuin Shelosha Nashim Nochriot. I have three brothers married to three uh, three non-related women. Okay? One of the brothers passes away. Okay? So Reuven Shimon Levi married the three non, non-related women. Reuven now passes away. Shimon turns around, makes Ma'amar on the wife, even though she was Ra'ui to Shimon or Levi. Shimon makes Ma'amar, and then Shimon drops dead. And now Levi is left. On that girl, we say no, we say only Khalid no Yibum. Okay? So he says, Umet, Umet Ehad Mehem, open pasuk. One of the brothers, right? So he says, When it was connection to one Yabam, She was not fully released from the Zika of Reuven when the Ma'amar when the, when the took place. No, no, the rabbinical. The rabbinical. The rabbinical. She's not with either one. Ma'amar does nothing. Yeah. Right? This girl who we're discussing now, the Chetzia Bat Chorin scenario, right? Chetzia Evi Chetzia Bat Chorin, that girl doesn't have Shnei Yabim. Why? The Had Minayu Kiddushin Gimurin. One of the Kiddushin was real Kiddushin, the other one was not. We just don't know which one is which, and therefore, she was fully Mikudesh to only one brother. And that's why Levi is allowed to make Yibum, right? We don't know because do we say that someone's Mikadesh, is Kiddushah Kiddushin or not? We don't know. It's Plukta Amora'im, we just saw before Abba and Abba Chizda. We're not sure which way it works. And therefore, we don't know if she's Reuven's wife or Shimon's wife, but with Man of Shach, she's somebody's wife, and therefore Levi can make evil. Good? Good. Good. Itmar. Itmar. How did she become a full wife of anyone? She was freed. She was freed. She was freed. Yeah, she was freed in the middle. The case was, yeah, she was, So what did that do for us? That now she Shach is married to somebody. If Reuven's kiddushin, what, 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 what happens? Let's say, let's say like this: Reuven's kiddushin is a valid kiddushin according to the opinion of Rabbah. She's a chetzia chetzia. Okay, we'll stop here after this. I'll give this case. We'll stop here. Reuven, she's she's Shach, right? So Reuven now comes at Mikadesh, she's girl, she's a hefsi hefsi, and Rabbah's opinion was he acquired all that he could potentially acquire, and therefore kiddushin kiddushin. Okay, what about the other half? That's not his yet. What happens now when she's freed? So boom, now the kiddushin takes fully effect, and now she's fully his. And therefore, Reuven's kiddushin is kiddushin. And therefore, when Shimon comes to be Mikadesha, it doesn't do anything. She's already married to Reuven. And then both Reuven and Shimon die. So she's Mikyabemet Levi because of Reuven's kiddushin. Now, if you hold like Rav Chizda, that Reuven's kiddushin is not kiddushin, so she's Nishtachrara afterwards. Now she's a full fledged Jew. Shimon is Mikadesha. So his kiddushin is kiddushin. And then he died. And therefore, Levi because of Shimon's kiddushin. So, Atkan Baruch Hashanah Amen. We'll continue tomorrow. Zakubara.